Yo, 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 it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Guala Meets World. Looking to episode 91. You know what I'm saying? Got special guests up in here. Straight out of Jackson, Mississippi. Viral recorded yes, artist. Polo Baby. Polo yes, Baby. Yes, sir. What's good with you? Not much, man. Trying to say Healy while this cold got going on. It's snowing and stuff down here. Oh, y'all got the snow over there too? Yeah, you know, we ain't used to it. We ain't used to all it. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> snow yeah. everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? You ain't, you ain't outside trying to make no snow angels, man. You gotta, hey, you gotta take advantage of the snow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the southerners man, don't I see was, that often. Man, I was, trying, I was trying to do a video in the snow, but the way these roads sit up in there, I can't do it. Hey man, you you do a video on that snow, it might go viral because you could slip and fall out there, you know. That's man, I, ain't, I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I had I had a funny video. I won't go viral. I would uh, what they call that Zumba challenge. And yeah. I don't have no, I, I don't have no shirt on. And, uh, <laughs> boots and shit. And my polo chain on doing that bitch in the snow. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, that's yeah, that, that would have been. <laughs> that would have went viral for real. That would have been a funny one right there, man. I already know, but why went I just so no, I can't do this though. I would have to share that shit for real. We got it out of the way. Let's go and get to these shots. Whatever y'all may have. I got liquor tonight, so you already know what I'm on. You know what I'm on. It's a hey, knife. Man. I'm on that po that bubbly. <laughs> I need what you had to do, say. Oh uh, yeah, it's right. a knife. It's a knife. You, you ain't got no water, now. You can't take no shot with his polo. Man, I ain't got nothing but this a fago. Oh, that'll <laughs> work. Okay. That'll, that'll work. Go ahead and drop a go ahead and drop a deuce in that fago cream. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I ain't got no more. <laughs> Let's get All it. Right. Let's get to it then. Let me show y'all what color this is so y'all can see, man. Y'all, you know, putting it in the shot glass. Uh, that, that's a bubbly. Ooh, it's pretty nice. <laughs> this shit clear. All right. <laughs> we got out the way. We're going to go ahead and get to the trivia for tonight. You say you're from Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, right? Yes, sir. And you say you you say you where right now? Where you at right now? I'm in Jackson right now. You in Jackson right now? Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think of a trivia. Ah, shit. All right, you born in 97, though, right? Right. All right. Um, I got a trivia question. Anybody, all these can answer. What album did the Notorious B.I.G. drop in 97? Ooh, I can't even. I know, but I can't think of the name. I know that I got to listen to it. I listen to B.I.G. I'm saying. Mm. Okay. Anybody, let me see if people in the comments that's in that. What's up, T-Shirt? I see you up in here. Your merch on the way. Shit. Okay. Anybody? The question again: What album did the Notorious B.I.G., aka Biggie, aka Biggie Smalls, what album did he drop in 1997? Since I guess here, Mr. Polo Baby was born in '97. <laughs> got 1997 trivia for y'all. Uh, born sinner. No, it's life after. It's called life after death. Because mm. he dropped Ready to Die in '94, and then he dropped Life After Death. 
in '97, and then that's that's how I did. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right, Mr. Polo, what three things people may not know about you? I'm a Dragon Ball Z fan. I love Dragon Ball Z. Your favorite uh, character right now? Goku and Vegeta and uh, Goten. I did with it did Goten some more, some more times on TV and shit. They can't uh, beat Broly. They can't beat Broly though, so it don't matter, bro. You know. I saying? mean, I mean, they did though. How many it took to beat Broly? You, you right, you right, you right. Okay, let's see what what else. What else? Uh, my favorite superhero, is Batman. I don't care. I feel like Batman the best superhero. I'm sorry. You watch uh, Gotham? You watch? You ever watch that show called Gotham? I watch everything. Everything Batman. I watch it. Yeah, that was my shit right there. And uh, number number three, before I wanted to be a rest, I mean a rapper. Back when I was like seventh grade, I wanted to be a WWE wrestler. Oh, <laughs> if you was a wrestler, what would your wrestling name be right now? I don't even know. You got you got to give us a name. I'm like I had one. My uh, uncle gave me one. They're gonna be bone crusher because I knocked that nigga so bad his whole job was broke. They gave him name bone crusher. Bone crusher. Yes. Crushing bones, you applying that pounds per square inch on their jaw, huh? on their <laughs> bone structure, huh? Yeah, 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 you know, I did it something back back in high school. Hey, sometimes you got that you got to do, man. That damn get your point across. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Hey, for so, sure. if if you was a wrestler, would you have your? Would you make your own intro song? Yeah, yeah, probably. So. Okay. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of music and wrestling, I'm gonna take a shot. <laughs> you gonna take another? You ain't got no. You ain't got no brown in there. That way, taking shots frivolously. I, I ain't a driver. I, I ain't no driver. Fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So down. What? Uh, how long have you been making music? Uh, since I was sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, but I've been rapping since I was like thirteen. Well, you used to record yourself on the cassette tape like I did, or how you, how you started all doing? <laughs> well, when I was 13, I used to do a webcam on the computer. We used to have a little freestyle video. I drop like every Friday after school. I go go home, do my homework, do the freestyle. When I was 16, my homeboy Kiwan had a he had an studio in his store's room, and I dropped my first song called She Likes It. And I ain't want. I didn't want to do anything, but shoot, I formed it time or so, and they do work for work. And I need people like talking about it. For sure. So, uh, what inspired you to just like start making music and taking it serious and putting your content out to the world? Basically, just growing up in this. I mean, you know, I always want. I always watch it. Watch it in part. And you know, BT, VS1, all of it. And growing up in middle school, high school, people always used to bully me. I ain't gonna lie. And they told me I couldn't make it. They said I wouldn't make it. All the classes I wouldn't make it. So that just really pushed me to say, you know what? When I get 16, get my money right, I'm gonna head take serious. So why why wait till you're 16? Why not take it serious at 13? Because, you know, I mean, I don't. I think looking back, it was just something to do for fun. 
And then, you know, over time, people knew me for rapping. So it was like, I always wanted to take it serious, but at the time, you know, I didn't know about it, how much studio time costs and all this. And I just knew I wanted to rap. So when I got 16, I started learning about paying for studio time, how much you got to put into all this. And that was how I took it serious. By that time, I started working and stuff. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you mentioned growing up in Jackson. What was it like growing up in Jackson, Mississippi? It's like a hit or miss now, yo. Like, like I said, I grew, I grew up already getting bullied because I'm light skinned as hell. They say I was albino. Goddamn, already, <laughs> already a beast nigga at that. You know, then, you know, I talk with my tongue, I got a little list. So I thought about all types of stuff. Then you know, being a being a, the type of rap I am making twerk music and stuff. I mean, I got su- support, but it ain't my high shoe because everybody out here, you know, trying to ride away. If I wanna be a young boy, they wanna be Jetty Youngin, they wanna be from Louisiana, all this and that. So like you got a nigga like me who brings it now, you know, I'm a twerk music. I didn't grow up as a street nigga, so I don't feel like I could rap about it, but it's like I wanna be another captain and rapper like a, a lot of you is. So mm-hmm. You know, down here they try to they try to blackball me. Like they don't really talk about me. I say that the people who they look up to don't talk about me. Something nigga. So it's like if you ain't just no niggas already popping. You want who didn't really have to build up your rep that already had a rep and shit. They don't really fuck you out here. Yeah, mm-hmm, sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. And like, which of your songs do you feel like is the most sentimental to you, and why? Like, which song? Like, what's so your what's favorite you, song of your own? Okay, okay, okay. I'm read, it's a song that I need to promote, but people liked it. Uh, it was called "How Did We." It's on my uh, EP called "Uh, How Did We" was a sentimental because while I made the song, it was like my first in my feeling type of song. I had went through a situation with, you know, with a female or whatever. And, you know, I put my artist on and it's like, I didn't promote it, didn't even want to drop it. And a lot of people gave me real, real good feedback on it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Already. What's good? What's good? Cause I see you in the building. Oh yeah, I'm missing the comments. So man, you go by the name Polo Baby. Right. What was right. the inspiration behind you picking your stage name? Just trying to do something different. Didn't want to be a you know this generic name. Polo came from my great grandpa who passed away when I was in ninth grade. He always called me Polo for some reason. Then around high school, I wore Polo. I got a whole Polo town head since I was fourteen, and baby just. I don't know. It's, it's just something I wanted to be catching. So I just added baby to him. Okay, I got you. Because if you just named it was Polo as a rap name, that's probably a common <laughs> yeah. rap name. So adding Polo baby and with the with the spelling, with the spelling that make, make you the unique. Did you trademark that name yet? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it was it was somebody else going by Polo Baby from Chicago. But they ended up the name to Polo Guapo. So I went ahead and got a trademark before I just started promoting myself by talking about it. Show that's smart. You got some you got some good people in your circle now. If you're making some decisions like that, because 
you already know what could happen if two people got the same name and they trademark it before you. You got to change that damn name again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my homeboy's going through that right now, but he ain't, he ain't about trademark more so like he tried to get his uh knowledge on Google and he couldn't get it because somebody had a certain name and something they already claimed it. He's damn. Yeah, shit like that to get you that intellectual property, man. We had an episode, whole episode about that, but uh, it's always it always could be another part part two to that because it's even more to it than we got into on that episode. Facts. All right, man. So you you was just talking about your uh childhood, younger, you know what I'm saying? You said you got bullied and just uh anybody else that was just like doubting you, you know what I'm saying? How'd you handle that? Uh-oh. I think we got technical difficulties. You can hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. I think uh Polo Baby got some technical difficulties right now. All right, he'll he'll be back in here real soon. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, there you go. There you okay. go. Yeah, they uh they in the process of messing around these with the with the lights and stuff. So I think the Wi-Fi went out and turned it out. Okay. Yeah. You, so, you was able to hear the question? No, what the question was? My question was, uh, was there anybody else, you know what I'm saying, doubting your success? How did you oh, handle yeah. that? How'd you overcome it? I mean, I'm being real. I started getting to B King. B King. Well, I mean, like, B King was like a big light skinned nigga. Mm-hmm. But he was rapping, he had all the females, you know, he was making the twerk song stuff. And I know growing up at 13, first hearing about him on YouTube and stuff, that kind of like what inspired me to be like, okay, well, he can do it. Fat Joe doing it, DJ Kalanick can do it, so I can do it too. So, yeah, the first thing I heard of uh, Beat King was that. Uh, it was like a clip on Instagram or so. It was him with the video. <laughs> you know, that verse started like, head, poverty, pussy, reverend. <laughs> yeah. This is what was crazy. Like, B King, B King, without saying, we see the South do about B King for years. Like, he had a song called Crush that uh, had dropped back in like 2011. I was in eighth grade when we first heard about B King. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah man, now he's just started and blown up. He's cutting up on that shit for real. I like that thing wild on that damn video. <laughs> and I just saw uh, see eclipse of that everywhere like a few months ago. And it was wild. Yeah. With the OG For sure, for sure. Uh you uh you had any people? Well, I should say this. You got any people in your corner like good PR, good management? How important is that to you? I feel like PR is definitely important. I feel like PR is more important than men sometimes because if you ain't really just any people facing like with blogs, you know, promotion, marketing, all this and that, then, you know, it really no point in having a manager. Manager, I feel like it's good because some fact of, you know, they handle the whole bookings, like book shows and everything. You got to run around trying to buy you because you're the artist. Really, you ain't even supposed to be talking to nobody without a manager anyway. 
Okay. Uh, you think your your PR and management go hand to hand? You say? Yep. My PR, my manager, they people I know. Like these people I grew up with. Uh, so you got solid people on your team, right there? You say? Yeah. Some real solid people, man. So, uh, one thing we noticed, man, you verified on IG, man. Talk a little bit about the events that, you know what I'm saying, led to you becoming a verified artist with Instagram. Man, I'll be, I'll be real. I put the request about 10 times back in 2019. Because I was like, well, see, you can do it, but they never did accept me. And I think what happened is two weeks before I got verified, B. King himself had shot me out his line, like all the blue people had sent it to me. Then November 1st, I got a workout. And that was like a 12 hour of first. Around 8.32 that same morning, people were texting me, blowing my phone. I'm waiting, like, trying to see what's going on. People were like, you got a blue check? Got a blue check? I'm seeing him, like, what the hell y'all talking about? What blue check? So I got on Instagram. <laughs> like, really? Like, people blowing my phone at 8.32 in the morning? Like, what the hell time? Y'all blowing talking about blue check? Like, my boy Polo got the blue check. He got the blue check. So I'm like, what the fuck y'all talking about? I got on Instagram. And I got to know Casey and he said your account had been officially verified. So I had to my dark code. I was trying to see the hell you talking about. Refresh my Instagram page and write up something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I said you just gotta put it in ten times. I thought maybe you had like people trying to impersonate you or something, and then you had that. You I mean, I got verified. some fake. But see the crash party. I got some fake pages. I didn't even know this. I thought yeah, you might be about five hundred pages pop up. But it's not, it really was a lot of times, it's not even about that. It's not about the fake pages. Well, they play a part. It's not about your followers. It's really just about you being credentialed, basically. Like the Google panel, I type you on Google, how much stuff gonna pop up. You gotta take at least like more than three pages of Google when you type in your name for them to be like, come and verify you. Because obviously, I'm like, okay, you know, be doing something right for me to verify. That's why the PR comes in hand in hand. Hint, hint. Yeah. Uh, so with your PR management, are they only working with you or do are there other artists involved out of Jackson or anywhere else? Well, my manager only works with me. She works with me and my official DJ. Uh, my PR, she really, she don't really, she don't do PR work, but more so like she's somebody I grew up with and like she's in that field with journalists. So she just helps me what she can. She mostly write for like Hip Hop Weekly. The stories revolt TV and some more of uh, big uh big blog pages and stuff. So what she do with me is like anytime it's an opportunity or she work with some people she can write on me, she'll do that and then basically builds up my uh blog placing out some it. Okay. She so, sounds yeah. like a dope individual. We love to uh, <laughs> connect with her. See I think y'all have y'all actually have reached out too. Her name was her name on Instagram sent on moves moves. Yeah, I know. I'll fuck it with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, we go. We go tap in with it for self for self. Yeah. So, man, what's uh? As far as you, you say you do uh, twerk music. Is that the only type of music you're willing to do? Will you just keep yourself in that box, or would you step outside of that realm and do other music as well? True, but you told I've been doing that really. I didn't even want to make tour music. I did got to that in 2017 when I made 
Melt T right ticket, it went viral. Like you go listen to any of my projects, like albums and stuff, I only had about at least two or three church songs on it. It's just I think what I did was when I'm gonna tell you that what I did like the twerk music was not basically my way, like nobody else was doing it. And you know, mm-hmm. like before B King made them leave, they went viral, it was like twerk music kinda had died down. So it was like once I made Lil T right T and get the girls that I like, okay, everybody wanna make twerk music, so you know I'm like, okay, I'm gonna keep on doing it. But I have other songs, I got club banger, I got some turnt songs, some talking shit songs, love song, breakup song. I was doing love song really probably and got to twerk music. Yeah, I see you and Santana had had a song or two together on there. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't even know she be singing on the track. Uh, she multi-talented out here. Huh? <laughs> she don't, she don't be, she don't be wanted to. I think she be wanted to. She don't be, she don't be her own artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got Uh, you mentioned going viral with the left cheek, right cheek. How do you feel about? How did you feel about the fuck it up, sis challenge? I, that's that's when I first connected. When we first connected with you on Instagram, that's you posting those. Uh, Posting those videos constantly of women twerking to that challenge. So how you feel about that challenge? I feel I feel like it's going good. I mean, so I really to a point where I could drop a twerk song right now and I can have video I can have about 20 videos in this album. So like it did what I wanted to do. I feel like uh I thought I can do Belcom trying to transition from Instagram to TikTok. So once I get it popping on TikTok, it'd be right where I want it to be. All right, so you get on TikTok, you gotta hit that dance. You gotta hit that dance. You be hitting there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you still gotta make. You still gotta make that video for the snow melt too. If <laughs> <laughs> it ain't, it, I'm be real. If it ain't melt, it ain't melt uh, all the way in the morning. I'm gonna do it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, you got to. That shit gonna be. That shit gonna be <laughs> legendary, man. For real, that's for gonna real. be funny. That's gonna be something ain't no big nigga dig it. <laughs> yeah, that shit go. That shit go. Uh, increase, increase your uh chances of being legendary out here, or make it, make you become a legend even sooner. But since we talk about legends, if you had a chance to work with any artist, who would it be? Right now, I'm say B King, of course. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, the baby, and my girl Erica Banks. That's my dog there. Show. Erica, Erica Banks the one made that buzzer channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Megan Stallion, but then I found out it was Erica Banks because it sounded it sounded similar. Man, they, don't, they, was, they don't sound like man. It's a thing. <laughs> they don't sound like me. If you listen closely, it probably don't sound like. But the concept of the music, it sounded the same to me, for sure. But yeah. Uh-huh. She doing the thing out there. Same label. It was the same label that Megan was on, like previously, fifteen old. Yeah, fifteen yeah. old. Yeah, but yeah, that shit dope though. I, I enjoy. I enjoy the busted challenge. I, I'm a fan of the busted challenge. The silhouette so, challenge. You ain't. Uh, you want. You ain't want to work with Big Crick, man. He. He like. I uh, would. I would. Mississippi legend. I, I like Big Creek. That's why I said that. Yeah, I don't work with Big with Big Creek. I don't work with anybody from this from uh, my state beyond the wish. It's just a matter of really 
the problem with with down here is I don't mind working with nobody, but you can't get a verse me for free. Like, you know, it ain't on no cocky shit. It's like, see, I work hard to get to where I'm at. You want me to hop on your songs and you feel like niggas, niggas have told me, hey, go and do something. You got the whole photo, you got the followers and shit. You're like, man, but all that shit. You, you, you trying to build a, a relationship shit type shit. They don't want to do that. They just want, they want the clout and shit. So you want the clout, you got to play shit. For sure, sure, you got to value yourself. You uh, I see you put those prices out there today, I believe. So it was yesterday. I really, I'm really, really why you did them prices. I only, well, I wasn't gonna tell my price at first. I had made a tweet on Twitter and just a blog page, what well, it's one be blog page now here, Kyle Square TV posted, and the city went crazy. <laughs> I had people calling me like this nigga fucking lost his goddamn man. <laughs> but at the same point of time, it was like I did it because I mean shit, I know what I'm bringing to the table. I might be mostly rappers, like I ain't gonna give you you pay me two thousand, I do the verse and I go buy my beads and like now nah, like you pay me two K for a feature, I'm gonna promote it. I'm gonna have the girl that I know make videos to I know a bunch of people make my own twerk team and promo team. I'm going to get your shit play in the club. I know every DJ in the city and some out of state. If I perform and you want to get some show, I'm going to have you get shows sick. I'm going to have you come open up for me and perform a song. So, like, you getting a, you getting a value out of the 2K that 2K, know, what you wasn't getting from nobody else. For sure. Uh, you mentioned them opening up for you. Huh? How, what's the furthest you travel for a show uh, as of right now? Uh, I went to Atlanta recently. Okay, how, how did that? Come? How was that? That was good. Uh, went down there, did the show, wind up being a music video, uh, with this artist named Goldmouth who got signed with Young Jeezy, and I met a lot of people, and it was like a different experience because people seen me and treat me like I was a celebrity and shit. It's like you know, I went Utah. Of it. I ain't used to going no mile before a show and. You got little kids, females running to you, follow behind you, and see. So it was a different type of experience from there being sick. For so, sure. It's something you feel like you can keep doing, having that yeah. entourage when you pull up somewhere. <laughs> I mean, we do, we do, we do that anyway. It'd be, we about 15 deep going to a circle. But it don't be just a lot of, it don't be a lot of niggas. It must be, I probably had like four or five niggas with me to raise females. Right, right. All right, since you don't like you don't like rap about like you no know, like killing and shit like that, you don't bring none of that attention to you, right? So nobody be out there really trying you and that like that, do it? Do you probably pay me attention? I'm thinking I'm thinking be with you for them be stunning me. That why and then why I keep that way. All right, I didn't think it would be nobody really trying you on that level because you're not. You're not pushing that agenda. Like people that's out there pushing that agenda, they they people gonna try them. So it should be nobody out I, there trying you. I think the most I have got he had no reason that he didn't want to fight me. I guess I, he tried to get some clout. I mean he would get the wrong one. I, I told him that idea. I ain't gotta fight you. <laughs> I ain't got I ain't gotta do nothing. Either he trying to get clout or he trying to sue you. It's one of the two. So <laughs> Some shit you gotta watch out to watch out for too, motherfuckers yes. trying to provoke you to sue your ass. But see, I'm so cool. I don't be I don't be stunning you for like I'm kind of reaching, you know, PD people really that be all talk down here like 
it was the people who said they were gonna do this that to me and i walked to the same club one dude told me you better pray to god COVID. uh this quarantine don't be over with quarantine over with. i was in my five party where you were didn't get touched so i'll be standing folks already so uh you mentioned you uh that beat king inspire you do you have any other artists that inspire you out here um, K Stylist, Southern Boy, Roscoe Day, Travis Porter, like my style really based off of, you know, two, back in 2006 to 2015, we had number turn song. Nobody went on me, kids have time, but you had most so dance songs and club shit versus all the killing and shit. Nigga, didn't, nigga talk more about fighting and shooting than shooting back then. For sure. Already. <clears throat> All right, so what can we expect from you in 2021, man? You don't have to spill the whole beans, but give a little a little sample of what we can expect from Polo Baby in 2021. Well, I got the Felicity video on the way, and I got this new single, Dead. I'm going to drop Dead. Where I tell you, this song right here probably probably be the best person I got to make yet. It called Dirt. And my homeboy from Jackson, name one way, he produced the beats. And you know, I'm holding on to that because my team want me to drop it right now, but I'm trying to wait till the summer, so stay tuned for that. It's a preview on my it's a preview of it, really about three or four previews of it on my Instagram page, but that song go crazy when I drop that home. Berserk. So you ain't been performing it yet or nothing? My home when I won my homeboy who a DJ, he kind of fucked me up because I didn't know he was gonna do that. He ended up playing in one club. It's on my page. And like I said, the song ain't even out. And them folks was in the club, like they heard because he knew how to he knew how to drop the song. He dropped the ride that he played bus. And I say about 10, now you say about about 15 seconds to the song, everybody in the court, like, like just like did. There's already been saying that you work for work. Die. Yeah, so when that song drop, will go crazy. I already know. I already know you now. You already know what you're doing with this marketing thing. Like, what what type of marketing advice would you have for anybody out there that's trying to market themselves properly? Oh, two, I'm gonna two free games. One, don't be afraid to be yourself. That's one thing that people know about me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be myself on Instagram, man, in real life. And two, like for the hood niggas, don't be afraid to be a character because your rap name is your is your He's on stage now. That's your, that's your character, like so. You gotta sometimes you gotta do something you want to do on Instagram, like do some funny ass shit. Like with me, you know, I dance and shit. I was dancing for I even got to be the rapper. Shit. So I mean, it ain't really, it ain't no rocket scientist. He's just to promote yourself, paper promo, Instagram. I promise you, some of these celebrities they don't even be texting them promo. Like Johnny Blade, he posted me for fifty dollars. On her page, she got by about me and some followers. So you know, don't be afraid to just spend that money because sometimes you're gonna spend a lot. Sometimes you're gonna spend a little bit of nothing. About how bad you want this shit. Uh, it's a business expense at the end of the day. If you damn treating it as a business, that's how I look at it. Yeah, I mean, see, yeah, I mean, it ain't hard. I mean, really, nowadays the way the music, the music games are set up, see, we got everything. You got, mm-hmm. you got, you got, you're not a master suit. You can drop your music on your phone on all platforms. You got 
Instagram, that's a whole Instagram is your resume. Like, post them performances, whether it was five people, whether it was 50 people, 500 people, post them performances. Because what I know from experience and why I know from this talking to certain people, these people be on your page. Like, if you trying to be a serial rapper, all them guns, listen, don't post them guns. They watch Nari. You know, don't be afraid to post those, your failures, your success, goddamn. Just make, just make those look like this as an artist. Like, you gonna be a rapper, don't say, oh, you rap, but you ain't got nothing in your bio. Cause you're looking at all of it. Don't have no private page. Like, you gonna have to make yourself look professional at the same time. All that, trying to be this hood nigga, this, you can still be a dope dude, I ain't gonna say that, but like, on Instagram, man, you gonna have to cut some of this shit up. Otherwise, you gonna take cheers. For sure. So, Polo dropping some gems on here for real, for real. <laughs> Your man yeah. dropping gems. Right. I had to do really, it. I had to clean. I had to clean my pages up because of that label shit. I used to have like a hundred. I got like hundred posts, and I got like fifty posts on my page right now. Yeah, shit, real. So, how many times have you been interviewed as an artist? Oh, it, it it's up to I say about a good twenty thirty times. I say last week once I got interviewed with that Kobe, you know, everybody started doing the Instagram lives and Zoom and Zoom uh, interviews and stuff. Yeah, see, we could do the Instagram interviews, but I don't I don't like that shit. I don't think Guala really liked the Instagram interviews <laughs> either. But like that shit, that platform ain't I don't like how that shit set up. So yeah. we don't we don't follow Instagram for the damn interviews. But if we did, we'd be doing interviews. Goddamn every day, probably if that was the case. That shit, that shit needs to start, but damn, uh, I don't like to. What we might start doing though is inviting some of our past guests and followers in on the live and sit in for like a few minutes. But I don't really like the uh, interviewing on IG. I got up on here. I ain't never been like this. Yeah, this shit, this shit dope. The stream yard shit is the move. People don't know about this shit, but this shit, this shit be doing this shit down. Do what it need to do. Go live in multiple places at one time for real. Yeah, this is fine. This is fine for real. All right, so we mentioned how many times you've been interviewed. Uh, so what's your favorite episode of fourteen oh nine podcast? Don't even lie to you. Uh, you know, I just you know we just our followers recently. But it was a recent one. I'm trying to think. Y'all just had them on Monday. I think on Monday. It was this week though. It this week last, but I know I know a recent. Okay. You can't. You got. You can't remember his name. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm back. My damn internet was acting up. I had to damn, <laughs> had to be quiet for a minute. But damn, all right, we ain't had no episode Monday. We had to damn push that back for technical difficulties. So yeah, that's, that's I know. Bad. I know it was a re- I know it was a recent one that I watched. I got you for sure. Just make sure you tap in. You might you might be missing out on some great gems out there for real for real. Yeah. Oh yeah, I subscribe. I subscribe and everything. I got to be able. I'll see you when it pop up my YouTube. 
right, say less. Who would you like to see on 1409 in the near future? Oh, uh, this female artist from the city, her name Django, Django Beach. She hard. She she like she's on fuck us is with me. Mm-hmm. She she's hard. I think y'all should really tap in with her. Like her, she 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 make she gonna be some fight fighting shit, some fucking shit. She got to do what she do a lot. TJ got mad. She just got reposted by Cardi B on Twitter to uh doing her up free stuff. All right, so she she making moves out here. She making yeah. money moves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm so all right, we going we going there. I'm tap in with her for sure. She shouldn't be hard to find because you tapped in with her, so we find her. Uh, how important is networking to you? Man, that's not even that's very important. Like, if you ain't networking, you ain't gonna get nowhere. Facts. And like I said, nowadays, see the way this pandemic set up, it set up even hard. Like, get on Clubhouse. That's all I can say. Since I've been on Clubhouse, I've met people I would never probably met if everything were open. Like, that's one of the reasons why I started uh, fixing my Instagram up and shit. Like Santana, Santana had been told me to do. It. Santana had been told me to do. It. I was on working on me, and then you know, I was in the room like. I started to see why Santana told me certain things, like to clean my Instagram. I was never because, like she told me, they told me on club, I made a label. Look at this shit. Like, get on club, I get in them music review rooms, anything with music, you know, he might be looking up. That's like one of the biggest networking uh, so, uh, social sites right now. And I mean, Instagram, too, you just got to look for the opportunity, look for people who do podcast like y'all, who do them IG live, any type of interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we end up connecting off a of clubhouse, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, down. We down. We end up booking quite a few interviews just off a of clubhouse alone, especially out from from the bosses out of Houston. Houston got a lot of bosses, so down. We really tapped in with Houston. Houston rocking with us, and we rocking with Houston. So you gonna you gonna see us in Houston in person real soon for sure. They might not fuck with you now, but they gonna want to fuck with you real soon. Mm-hmm. They gonna they gonna regret not fucking with you sooner, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm already knowing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, Mr. Gualamese, where you got that question of the day? Question of today is what is something that you find attractive that most people don't? They're gonna sound they're gonna sound crazy, but I love seeing a fine ass female with that little what they what they hairstyle is a long little body way with the middle part. But she gotta be fine though. We see a fine female with that boy. You said so what with the middle part? You know, you know that little that. What they have long, that long hair be having that kind of little middle part right there. The bang. Yeah, nah, ain't the bang just like a regular middle part, like a line they have in the head, and like the hair be going straight down. I don't know what the cause is. I don't know. Like invisible part. I don't know what it is. I don't know either. Nah, I man, I don't know what the girl be man. It's something that that the little part. I don't know what the pussy call. I know. I know what I see. <laughs> 
Hey, you got a picture of that, send that shit to us so we can that man. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah, send that shit to us. Man, ask the question again. I gotta get the right wording on that motherfucker before I think of the answer again. What is something that you find attractive that most people may not? Uh, I like that damn when they don't take no shit. Like that's what I like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you like you like a, like a fashion. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh <laughs> man, I think uh, you know, the big booties and all that stuff is fun, but you know, I like I like something a little fun size, you know, like <laughs> that should that should be attractive too. I like them fun size too. Like a little I'll Snickers, be, huh? Yeah, you like, like on it. Because them big booty girls, you can have a big booty ugly. <laughs> you're looking at them from the wrong angle yeah, you, you, know, you, know, you, you know you know your body your body like your body like goddamn, and then you're crazy looking like who the fuck <laughs> yeah. i ain't gonna talk about the women though all women are beautiful all bodies <laughs> in, in matter the, all booties all matter all bodies <laughs> bodies matter all titties I'm, matter I'm not gonna call somebody uh ugly. I'm just gonna say I'm not attracted to them, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it like that. Hey. Wait, way to be politi- politically correct. All right. So <laughs> we got a question of the day out of the way. Let's go and get to that this or that though. see all right so this is that twerk music or trap music you want to see your fuck it up sis uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they be gay, they harder than niggas. <laughs> she won't see, he won't see that left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> I got you. What you got, KT? Twerk, twerk. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm have to go to twerk music too. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm by myself, trap music, yeah. If I'm around these women, if I'm around other things, uh, I want to see twerk music. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, twerk music. Not see twerk music, but hear twerk music. You can't see music. You go to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, y'all got any this or that? I'm trying to. I'm trying to brainstorm on some shit. You know, we just be freestyling this shit. Yeah. We don't. We don't write nothing down except what we send y'all. <laughs> twerk music or R and B? It depends. It depends. It depends. Cause yeah, uh, I mean, I'm gonna say R&B when you trying to, you know, like this year. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go R&B. I'm gonna go R&B. Yeah, uh, I got, I, I gotta agree. <laughs> R&B. Yeah, R&B, R&B ain't nothing but twerk music chopped and screwed. 
<laughs> if, you, if you catch my drift, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Screwed. <laughs> yeah. All right, you from Mississippi, so I know they got Waffle House out there. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this when we do this all the time. Waffle House, or IHOP. Waffle House. All right, yeah, I'm with you on that. I done gotta rock with the the awful waffle show. Uh, y'all got Huddle House out there? Oh, oh no, yeah, yeah. You said a hundred. You said a hundred house? No, Huddle House. It's, Huddle it's like house. it's like Waffle House. You know, like. Huddle like a football huddle, but it's called yeah. huddle house. It's like a break. It's similar to waffle house. Nah, we can get we can get it. Uh, yeah, you ain't know nothing about that. That shit good too. It's similar to waffle house, but it's a little different. All right, all right. Uh, performing in your home state or out of state? I'm gonna say out of state from experience, cause like don't get me wrong, performing in my city is good, but it's like. It'd be the crowd sometimes. Like, you might have one perform one week, they turn to shit. You got another one, neither of us in here like this. Mm. All right. Show money Bye. or feature money? Ooh. I want show money. Show money. Yeah, because, you know, you risk your life, you know, now they need like to shoot a club and shit. So I'm, I'm taking a risk trying to get these bags. Feature, you know, see, you can just pay me. And send me that bitch to my email. I go to my own engineer and record it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say feature money, man, because y'all paying me and y'all promoting my shit too when you put that song out. So true, true. All right, I don't, I don't think I got no more this or that. Y'all got any more this or that? Nah, man. I think I'm. Uh, all right, that's it. Polo, go ahead and plug in everything you got going on right now. Anything you want to plug in, go ahead and feel free to do so. Oh, yeah. Make sure y'all go check out my new video I just dropped. Oh, this on my baby featuring my friend Lil Meek. It doing it did 7K right now in three days. Link in my bio on Instagram. Check out my new single, Fuck It Up, Sis, which is Django, bitch. Follow me on Instagram, Polo, baby, official. Twitter, Polo, baby, everything, Polo, baby, I will, follow back and show you love. All right, for sure. Yeah, you know you can find us at the Nobody Grind Like Us Network, always press record, TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Radio, Pandora. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, 1409 Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, 1409 Podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram at 843Ambassador. Yo, it's your boy Gualami Swirl. You know you can follow me on IG at Gualami Swirl. You know where to get the music on all the screaming platforms. Already. Make sure you subscribe to the Gualami Swirl TV YouTube channel. Everybody, if you're listening, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out the Scrooge video out now. Check out the rest of the videos, too. You know what I'm saying? All of that. We bold, boisterous, and blunt. Yeah. the 1409 podcast and we out peace